InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Most statistics say college graduates earn significantly more than others. But is college the only road to success? One expert says no. With a look, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Joe Lamacchia never went to college, but he is the author of a book called Blue Collar and Proud of It. Joe, let's start with your story. Your family background would seem to make a college education a natural, but you took a different path. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I could see growing up, I really couldn't do the desk to blackboard. And as the years went on, it got really, really clear to me. And it was kind of interesting as a kid seeing my dad go off in the morning with the suit and the tie and the briefcase. And I mean, sometimes he even smelled good. I really didn't want to go that route. I enjoyed on the weekends when I was working, wheelbarrowing asphalt or building a deck. I worked mostly with masonry and the bricklayers. It just felt good. It felt good at the end of the day. It was instant gratification. You sometimes can build something in one day. And I, I knew that was the route I wanted to go. I wanted to be outside. And, you know, it goes back to a lot of us can't really do desk to blackboard. We learn different. We have to see it, feel it, touch it, bang it. You're not anti-education, right? Because there are many skilled trades that require some pretty advanced skills. Well, no, not at all, not at all. My God, I've had my kids at Boston Children's Hospital, and I'm grateful to have the doctors and my CPA and the chiropractor. And The other side of it is today's factory floor is not your grandfather's. It's a lot different, and you really can't go like you could in the 70s, right from, say, uh, senior year into being a mechanic at the local auto repair shop. Things have changed here, especially with the onset now of hybrid technology. You need skills, no question about it. And you know, if you don't want to go off to college to pursue engineering or something like that, architecture or draftsman, you still need training. I'm not saying you don't. To be a plumber or a carpenter or electrician, iron worker, there's vocational schools, there's 1,200 schools in the country, community schools that 400 of them only do technical training. You need training, no question about it, for blue collar. What do you think the biggest misperceptions that people have are about blue-collar work? I think that sometimes people see it, because years ago there was a word, alternative school. Go to an alternative school, a Vogue school. This isn't an alternative. You flush the toilet in the morning and turn on the coffee maker and start the car. These are necessary jobs. You know, we're the fabric that holds the country together. We're the backbone of America. And these jobs are here. They're not going to go overseas. Blue-collar is a great life. And the jobs that are coming down the pipeline are tremendous between baby boomers retiring, there's a real skilled shortage of workers, and then when you put the whole green collar thing together, you know, the blue collar guy is going to change this country green collar. That's how it's going to work. The plumber is going to have a more efficient toilet with less water to flush it. The carpenters are going to have wood that doesn't necessarily have so much chemicals in it. They build a nuclear power plant in Texas. They can't find anybody to run them. On and on and on. The wind turbines, they can't find enough people now to even maintain them after they're built. Joe, one stat that I think most people would find surprising is the Bureau of Labor Statistics estimate. They're saying that the number of future job openings for those with a college degree is actually fewer than those without one. Yeah, it is. I think we got off track here the last 20 years. I don't know if it was Wall Street or the big money, the roaring 90s, but somehow college became like grade 13. It's like an automatic, you know, shape them like pieces of clay, these kids, and pump them off the assembly line and send them all off to, uh, you know, maybe get a liberal arts degree or whatever. But I like to equate it that we as humans excel at what we like. 
Yeah, Joe, probably the biggest argument in favor of a college degree, though, is that the average graduate does earn significantly more over their career than someone without a degree, right? Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. That is true on average. My reply to that usually is money's not everything. It's close, but it's really not everything. Then we saw the bumper stickers used to say years ago, if mom ain't happy, ain't no one happy. Well, if you're not happy with your job, the rest of your life is a drag. You know, like for sports, people... If you go to the Little League or whatever with the kids, they're always trying to pick the tall, lanky kid with the glove to play first base so he can feel those balls from the infield and the short, stocky kid where plays catcher. They're very conscious of that. And then when we get to senior year, it's automatic. Got to go. Got to go. They got to go to college. They just have to go. And uh, that's why I started the website, bluecollarandproudofit.com. I just got tired of hearing it. I think a lot of people think that blue-collar jobs are the most likely to be outsourced, but you say that a great number of these jobs simply can't be outsourced. I don't know how you're going to outsource someone to fix your roof. We have 309 million people in this country, and let's face it, most of this country was built after World War II. It's not just the roads and the bridges and the rails that you hear about. It's the water treatment plants are falling apart, the pipes from 1880 and 1890 bringing... The water in from the reservoirs are bursting in this country. I mean, the list goes on and on and on how much work there is out there. You know, part of those infrastructure things bring up another question. With record-setting government spending initiatives that are apparently in the works, do you see that as a a really positive sign for blue-collar workers? Oh, yeah. The numbers are phenomenal. I'm getting between $61 billion and $110 billion that has been allocated I mean, $28 billion for highways, $21 billion for water and environmental projects, $38 billion to weatherized municipal buildings. We're kind of in a trough here. You know, for the last 30 years or so, we were kind of going slow with the recycling and all that. This is it. We're swinging up now, and they're going to refurbish this whole country in a green way, and I think it's a great thing. What would you say to parents who have had that mindset that I don't want my child out, you know, working in the outdoors, getting their hands dirty. I want them to have a better life than me or to make more money. What would you say to them to kind of change their mentality? Well, it's like you said, they want them to go. And that's what kids have said to me. I went to college because I thought it was the right thing to do. You know, when they're 18, 19, 20 years old, I know we have to help them, but they need to follow their own dreams and their own passion. I mean, when you figure a third drop out the first year and half can't find a job at the end of four years when they get out saddled with 90000 sometimes of student loans, which I think the whole tuition thing is really waking people up. But it's a great life. You're not living out of a suitcase. You're home at night for a little league game or to go to your daughter's play. Blue Call is a nice life. This is a world of work. It's coming. You know, I know we're down. I'm not going to say we're not. America always comes back. Joe Lamacchia, the founder of BlueCollarAndProudOfIt.com and the author of a book called Blue Collar and Proud of It. Thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.